good Tuesday. Tuesday twos. Happy Tuesday. Is there such? I don't like that. Don't say Tuesday twos. Don't say that. (laughs) It's not a poop joke. It yeah. (laughs) Mm -mm. No, thank you. Oh gosh. We can go back to Shamo Day (laughs) over that one. Fifteen seconds in, we already had a poop reference. (laughs) It's gonna be a good day. Gonna be a good Tuesday Tuesday. Stop. (laughs) Ew. Cold chills. It's so gross. Oh, my goodness gracious. Coming up on today's show, how do you leave a never-ending church program? Or are you stuck there forever until you die? (laughs) Uh, Twitter spotlight on, hey, me, Backward Baptist. And people be stanky. But first... (laughs) Don't be hugging nobody when you're stanky. You've got to wear the Dio, okay? It's January 22nd. We've got a few holidays to celebrate today. Thankfully, a lot less than yesterday. A lot less than the 27 we had yesterday. So today is National Blonde Brownie Day. Blonde Brownie. I do not like blondie blondies. Blondies. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like them. There's only one that I have had that I liked and it's like a Christmas blondie so it's got cranberries and white chocolate oh see let me gag right here on the mic it's good disgusting it's good but that's the only one that I've ever had my dessert thank you (laughs) anyway oh man uh Hey, Matt, it's also National Hot Sauce Day. Uh, we still got the hot sauce we used on our old YouTube show. Pretty sure that's no longer good. Uh, why don't you try it and try Nope. Uh, try it and try. Why don't you try Why don't you try, try and try Try, try, <laughs> try again. Nope, that's okay. Uh, National Polka Dot Day. How do you <coughs> feel about the polka dots, Matt? Polka dots. Um, polka, polka. You know, Daedra, Daedra's dream car in high school, which she almost got, had Greg been able to focus and uh, rebuild this old uh, VW Bug that he had the shell for. Like, he was middle project, but he never finished it. But he was going to rebuild this VW Bug, and Daedra was going to paint it purple with green polka dots all over it. That, that was like going to be It would have been great. Never happened. She can't have it now. She now can't, it just definitely, be weird. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> so y'all have to have a daughter, because neither one of your boys can drive a purple bug with green polka dots. That... Uh, this is 2019. That's a very um, narrow-minded viewpoint there. Uh, listen here. <laughs> I'll show you narrow-minded. There's my coin phrase again. Um, and la- <laughs> lastly, it's Celebration of Life Day. Celebration it, of Life Day. Give us the history, Matt. Uh, it's set aside to honor our children and grandchildren. Each child in each life is to be held as a precious gift with the highest respect and dignity. I want you to know it sounded like you said a preface gift. A preface A preface A preface gift. A preface gift. A preface gift. A preface With the highest respect and dignity. Okay. Uh, who was that? Walt? No. Who was that? I have no idea. Walter. I'm oh, Walter Cronkite. Walter Cronkite. <laughs> yep. And that's the way it was. <clears throat> All right. All right. Here's the news. California man who couldn't keep his daughter's two cats in his apartment came up with a solution. Renting them their own $1,500 a month apartment. What? <clears throat> oh, it made me so mad I'd cough. Troy Good, 43, <laughs> said he recently moved into a new apartment where he discovered he wasn't allowed to keep Tina and Louise, <laughs> the cats he adopted for his now 18-year-old daughter, Victoria Amith, who is away at college. Good ended up renting a 1500 a month 
studio apartment. This is a studio apartment for $1,500 a month. That's insane. Uh, but it's California. Yeah, so. California. To give the cats a place to live on their own. Look, there's, 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 there's being sweet for your daughter. Sure. But I don't care how attached my kid is to a pet. I ain't spending $1,500 a month extra on top of whatever I have to buy food-wise and supply-wise for the dang thing. Just so he gets to keep it when he gets home from the summer from college. <laughs> so. so what I don't understand, to be totally honest, is... Yeah. Why he doesn't just live in that studio apartment with the two cats? Like, why is he not? I don't. I don't get that. I mean, there obviously has to be a reason. But uh, what if that question just never come up? What if he's never considered that? Like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> and I feel like, like, does he just think that the cats are going to feed themselves, water themselves, take care of themselves? Yeah, I got them their own apartment. They're living there just fine. Have you checked on them? <laughs> I Postmates them some tuna every now and then. And just, they're good. I, I, I don't understand. <laughs> um, oh, you'll like this one. One okay. in 25 British men and one in 30 women have a bath or shower just once a week. A new poll has revealed, based on the numbers of men and women in the UK at the last major census of 2011, there's at least 1.24 million men and 96,000 women who bathe or shower once every seven days. Nice. The numbers were revealed as part of a poll of YouGov, Omnibus, and Yahoo News UK, which asked 2,034 Britons how often, on average, they tend to shower or bathe or both. Uh, nearly half of the people... 49% shower or bathe once a day, the largest proportion by far. One in five people, uh, 20% shower or bathe four to six times a week, followed closely by 18% who ba- uh, bathe two or three times a week. But, uh, yeah, one in, one, one in 25 and mm-hmm. one in 30. And so I'm sure that is very similar in America. So we're not all that different. And I feel like America might have worse hygiene but then no, again, but I feel like I have the... there are two things, yeah. three things that the UK is known for, <coughs> the British are known for. Are these stereotypical things? Bad teeth. <laughs> stereotypical. Stinky. Oh, that's offensive. That's downright offensive. And Princess Diana. <laughs> like, those are... And Lady Di. <laughs> those... And along <laughs> with Princess Diana, I, I feel like it's a, a joint thing is you know the families and <laughs> prince william and prince harry but uh, like those are the three things that they're known for so why are we surprised that they only bathe one in seven days so offensive right now <laughs> it's the truth there's even statistics that we just read that prove it <laughs> you read the statistics but i'm the offensive one <laughs> Look, this is old news. We already knew they were stinky with bad teeth. We did. The only buddy that ever had any class was Lady Di. <laughs> you sounded like my grandmother's husband. <laughs> we're, we're so lucky that people can't listen to this in the UK. <laughs> 
They can of the podcast, though. So oh, man. be ready. It's okay. I'm ready. Bring it. I'm sorry to our one United Kingdom Patreon that supports us every month. What? Mo just offended you. Do we for real have a Patreon? Uh-huh. <laughs> Even though he can't listen to the I radio station. I retract my statement. <laughs> he, he, he donated and then found out he couldn't listen to it in the UK. And he said, you know what? I'm going to stick to that commitment anyway. And now here you are. Hey, listen. They're generous people. <laughs> they're very giving people. They have... They have really beautiful great hearts. hearts. Beautiful hearts. <laughs> Despite what's on the outside, what's on the inside is beautiful and it smells great. <laughs> well, probably not because the inside of people probably smells pretty gross. That's right. And let's remember God judges our character, <laughs> not the outward appearance. <laughs> oh, my gracious. Let's my move gracious. on, please. The- <laughs> Man. Right. Onion, not onion. Woo! I got two headlines here. One of them is real, one of them is fake. Mo's going to guess which one is the real one. Are you sure you want me to do this? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Headline number one. Man stabbed 13 times by his girlfriend proposes to her in court. Or biggest parenting fear remains losing a child in a high stakes poker tournament. Shut up. I'm going with the man stabbed 13 times. A man who was stabbed 13 times by his girlfriend proposed to her in court as she was about to be sentenced and begged the judge not to jail her. The man named Shakur was nearly murdered in the frenzied knife attack and only survived because he managed to flee the scene, Russian state prosecutor Arait Bikmurzin told the court in, oh gosh, Nizhenizgamersk. <laughs> I'm assuming that's a town. <laughs> oh goodness as the woman stood and faced the judge Shakur uh, proposed to her in the court according to a report from NTR 24 TV he appealed to the judge for leniency and said they intended to arrange the date of their wedding the Russian judge postponed a decision on sentencing until a further future hearing according to the reports uh, Mr. Bikmurzin said the <laughs> accused woman I feel like a robot whenever I say <laughs> Mr. Bikmurzin <laughs> The accused woman failed to fulfill her criminal intention due to circumstances she could hardly influence. The victim managed to escape from the crime scene and found medical help in time. He said the man needed three weeks of treatment in the hospital for stab wounds all over his body. (sighs) Using the knife as a weapon, she stabbed the victim 13 times at least. He demanded a custodial sentence of up to six years for intentionally causing damage to the health of the man and threatening his life. The unnamed woman faces up to six years for the nearly fatal attack. She pleaded guilty to the stabbing incident, but denied she had intended to kill her boyfriend. Says she was drunk at the time. It was not clear what the dispute was about. But, gracious sakes. How do you... I have so many things I want to say right now. How do you... How do you get stabbed 13 times and be like, I'm still going to marry that girl? Hey, listen. That's my dream girl. <laughs> Love knows no three blood months loss. Of re- <laughs> three months of recovery in the hospital has nothing on an eternity with the one he loves. <laughs> there was an episode of, a weird episode of the Orville that recently came out. Came out. Came out. 
where... Are you talking like a toddler now? I am. It came out. We watched it. It came out. Don't you remember? Uh, (laughs) um, Where (coughs) a married couple, uh, one of them was upsetting the other one so much that the other one came and stabbed the dude in the throat. And they arrested that person or whatever, and they saved the guy who got stabbed. And he said, do not arrest uh, my spouse because that's our culture. When we want a divorce, the other person. <laughs> but that's, that's the best <laughs> way to a divorce right there. I'm just going to kill him. <laughs> oh, wow, that's a I terrible s- way to divorce someone. Stab you in the throat. But this one, he's not even waiting. Uh I, to so find another girlfriend or nothing. He's like, no, this, this girl. Here's my theory. Is the one. Yeah. He wants to seek revenge. <laughs> and, and this is where Mo begins scheme. her next book. It's a big scheme. <laughs> he uh, He's convinced the judge and everybody around him that he truly loves her and he forgives her. And don't put her in prison. <laughs> if I can forgive her, then let her go. Release her into my custody. Yep. All right. I feel like what they was, might not be able to do name? that just because of that. Because, I mean, when in any other situation, would that be... I mean, that would be exactly what they would think, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, I would hope. If the, if the I at least hope that person, that's if like... If the victim's like, it's okay. Don't put them in jail. Just release them into my custody. <laughs> yeah. They'll be safe with me. Have you ever stabbed your spouse, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> No, I shot her with a staple gun once. <laughs> right on the leg. Put it right there. Kachunk thought it was empty, but there was one in the chamber, folks. So that's why you need gun safety <laughs> training here. <laughs> Lifted that thing up. Staple I looked gun down. safety training. I looked down. And, and there's a staple in her leg. And there's a big blue vein going right in between where the staple would be. Like it's on like the holes are on either bank of this vein. And I panicked, yelled, and ripped it out of her leg. <laughs> She was fine. I was panicking. Uh, I, and I have never joked around like that again in my life. Woo. So. <coughs> oh, she still married me. <laughs> it's a wonder. It's a wonder. So, um, for people out there who are vinyl crafters, there's a tool that we use called a weeder. And it's just a, a long... Long skinny tool that has a sharp hook on the end. You can't do visual aids. I know. For I know. Well, I was doing it to try and figure out the correct <laughs> words to use. Anyway, a long skinny tool that has a metal sharp hook on the end, yeah. right? And it's for picking up small pieces of vinyl that you need to take out of the design you're exactly. putting it on. Yeah, exactly. Well, Chris was being a punk, and he wouldn't shut up. So I <laughs> and stabbed. So I, I threw the weeder. Oh from my a, gosh, that's so much worse. From across the room. Well, he turned around and went to walk away from me as I chunked the weeder. <laughs> and I thought for sure, I mean, there's only one sharp, small hook. 
on but one end of it. The odds. I mean, <laughs> I don't stabbed. have I don't have good aim. Pretty low. And the odds of it going directly into his back are oh. very very low, right? Oh so, my gosh, Mo. I know, I know. No, Mo, I no, threw it no. and you just see it going in the air. Do 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 do. Hits his back. <laughs> <laughs> back arched, shoulders back. Right in his spine. Can't move. He's just... And he couldn't reach it to get it. So he's, he's doing this number with both his of his arms, trying to get it, and he just can't get it. And, oh, man, it was get bad. Out, get out. <laughs> what were you thinking? Apologies to anybody who's wearing earphones Sorry. when Mo screamed Sorry. the top of her lungs. I haven't done that in a long time, okay? Man. Rip hair, ed, headphone wearers. So, man. So when people talk about, you know, they get so frustrated with their spouses that they stab them, I... I get it. <laughs> I've been there. I've been there, boo. I get it. <sighs> <sighs> Oh, we have to go. We have to go listen to music. This is this is turning into some weird confession situation. When These we get are my back, confessions. <laughs> <laughs> Just when I thought I said all I can say, I thought of some more reasons to stab you today. <laughs> all right. When we come back, twenty spotlight on back row Baptist. Stick around. It's Tuesday, 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 for our Tuesday, Tuesday second hour. <laughs> Mo's, Mo doesn't like that. I doesn't don't. like that phrase. I don't. Tuesday, it's Tuesday. Nasty. You gotta. We gotta why are you so nasty? Gotta, why are you so nasty for? Why are you so nasty. You gotta be so nasty. Watch You're so out. stupid. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, <laughs> All right. Hey, I want to learn. Can you learn me three facts, please? Number one, I can teach you, but I can't learn you. I want to be learned. <laughs> nope. All right. Number one, writing down your emotions has concrete health benefits. Studies have shown that expressive writing helps physical wounds heal as well. Yeah. I really, I, I really think there's a lot to the idea that our bodies can uh, do a lot of the healing themselves if we just figure out a way to get it to do it. You know, you know what I mean. You do not know what I mean. You're laughing. Okay, you can laugh at me. I understand. I just, I feel like our bodies could heal if we just allow them to figure I out mean, how to heal I mean, instead of medicine and exercise. No, stuff. I agree. I agree, one hundred percent. 
you just our bodies have didn't the ability. sound the most intellectual. I think our bodies can heal themselves if we just let them heal if we themselves. Just let them figure out how to heal themselves. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, I agree. I agree. I think that we um, medicate <coughs> for a lot more than what is actually necessary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Hundred percent. Okay. Number two, <laughs> people who spend more money on material items rather than experiences are more likely to be shallow and unhappy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I agreed. <laughs> I feel like that's. This is not. I mean, it's a fact. Yeah. But it's. I feel like common knowledge. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. There's a lot of people who buy a lot of things. Ain't happy. You can win the lottery a hundred times over. But if you ain't living life, man, you ain't happy. You know, I think of the people who I know who who do buy a lot of things, they are some of the most unhappy people that I've ever met. Especially when... Look, uh, my pet peeve is people with their cars. People that specifically what buy... What you about to say? Because I just bought a car. But buy really nice cars and they're like, don't you get near it. Don't touch it. Don't oh. scratch the teeny tiny scratch. We got to park all the way out of here at the end of the parking lot where nobody else is parking mm-hmm. so no one accidentally hits with the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm like, you know, buy a cheap car that you don't care that much about and just live your life. You are stressing so much over this new car that you had to have that you're not enjoying it. (laughs) Now, see, and I think that I'm like right there in the middle because we just bought a new car Mm -hmm. and bought for the first time ever a brand new car. And Chris was very much... Uh, we're parking all the way at the end of the parking lot. <laughs> Kids, you're not allowed to eat in this car, blah, 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 blah. And I'm thinking, okay, one, that's not realistic. Right. That's not how we live our everyday life. And two, I didn't buy this car. I didn't agree for us to buy this car so that you could be uptight about it. <laughs> it's a car. It's going to have miles on it. And yeah. that's another thing. He'd get in the car every single time and be like, oh, you put another 12 miles on the car this week. Um, I'm driving my car. (laughs) Excuse me, Mr. Statistics. This is what a car is for. So, I am in that happy medium where it's, we bought the car for the longevity of the car. Because it's going to be our car until we don't have kids anymore. (laughs) That's a bold choice. Unless something crazy happens. It's going to be our car until we don't have kids anymore. All right. But just the other night, Chris was driving it down a really dirt road and rocks were going up everywhere and there were tumbleweeds. And I'm, I, Chris, remember, this is a luxury vehicle, not an <laughs> off-road vehicle. The words 4x4 four four are nowhere on the doors outside. Right. Can we please stick to the main roads and highways and thoroughfares? Thank you. Yeah. please okay lastly watching people dance causes our muscles to respond in a way as if we are dancing too i totally get that yeah it's like you know it's like you're kind of just minutely living through what you're watching you know you don't even have to be moving all that much it's just your your muscles tightening up as you it's kind of like how you it's almost like a visceral reaction like think about when something really gross happens on tv that kind of shocks you okay what muscle do you tighten up? My stomach? My no? You tighten up your butt. <laughs> Think of it next time next time you're you're frightened and grossed out at the same time, you're gonna clench a certain area 
It's going to be your fanny. <laughs> we have involuntary muscle reactions. And we, because we put ourselves in the situation of what we're watching, whether it be TV or live, the same thing does with singing. If someone's singing a song that we know, we start singing it in our heads. Sometimes we start moving our mouths, even though we're not meaning to. And some people will start singing along, uh, even though they're not realizing they're doing that. Um, because it's kind of involuntary. We put ourselves, we, we get out of our own head and put ourselves into what we're watching. And so you watch a lot of you watch the haunting and all these things you want me mm-hmm. to watch. Mm-hmm. Well, next time you, you get watch freaked the out, killing. Make, it's the new one. You know, Deidre has a theory. <laughs> Deidre tried to watch The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, she watched one episode of it. She's like, you know what? I don't think I'm going to watch this. And she goes, and I have a theory about why uh, why Mo seems to be stressed out a lot. <laughs> Maybe she needs to watch more comedy. <laughs> She's probably right, but I can't get into comedies the way that I get into really? more suspenseful things. See, I watch a comedy and I'm like, so dumb. <laughs> I just don't. Uh, Maybe it's because I only have one person in my life that I really laugh like that with on a regular basis, yeah. and that's you. Yeah, <laughs> like, and I'm never around. I don't have an office full of people that I walk around <laughs> laughing with. No, that's not realistic. It's dumb. <laughs> so what is realistic? A haunting. <laughs> the Handmaid's Tale, where all the fertile women. That have is died realistic. Off. Listen, that plays right into my whole conspiracy theorist notion. Like, one day that's what our world is coming to. Oh, goodness gracious. We got artist uh, <laughs> social media updates. Here we go. Vacation tips from Can- comedian Bob Smiley. I almost said Canadian. You can't Bob even Smiley. talk. <laughs> uh, Always bring a pair of size 16 flip-flops to leave on your beach chairs so no one would ever think of stealing your spot. (laughs) As a man with size 16 feet, I can attest to this. Anytime I've ever left my shoes or flip-flops or whatever to hold my spot, not once has someone moved my stuff. I mean, it's true. Like, this dude is big. Uh, No, thank you. Yeah. I'll go pick on a child. Uh, unspoken frontman Chad Matson says the menu has changed a lot since he was a child. He posted on Instagram that his lunches included chips, a juice box, and a salami and cheese sandwich. He says his kids want homemade guacamole and organic toast. Oh, my word. Homemade guac, Dad. Uh, guac is extra, son. <laughs> <laughs> well, people want to uh, be extra these days. Yeah, so, so extra. Mo, you so extra. I don't, I don't understand that. All right, Twitter Tuesday. We're starting a new thing. It might work out. Who knows? Uh, we're on Tuesday. We're going to spot... Tuesday. On Tuesday, we not only stutter... We are going to spotlight a specific church anon comedy account from Twitter, which, of course, is how we all got our start here. Started with this one church anon account, Back Row Baptist, back in 2013, all the way back... Six whole years ago. It's kind of crazy, though, when you think about it. (coughs) It really is. Because now we're a a radio station. How did that happen? How far 2013 was. That's kind of crazy when you think about it. That's true. Anyway, we're going to start with our uh, actual account. And then next week, we'll try someone else. Uh, But to kick it off, we got 10 of uh, the more recent... Uh, I believe funnier tweets from Back Row Baptist, and we are going to alternate. Are you starting or am I starting? I'm starting. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 
So here I we didn't go. know if that was actually a tweet because it looks really long. Well, yeah. Oh, you didn't. Have you not? Have you not been aware that Twitter has doubled their no, uh, I had limit? No idea. Yeah. Twitter doubled their limit. So instead of 140, you can go to 280 characters now. Oh, okay. It made making some jokes a lot easier. Because <laughs> I had spent those first five years really stressing about, man, I am like 12 characters over. And I have no more cuts I can make. <laughs> I've abandoned so many jokes. All right. Someone changed the sound booth's computer's password, but... I'm the one in charge, and it wasn't me. So I'm wondering if I've been fired, and no one has the guts to tell me if they think for one second that I'm going to let this stand. I will burn this. Pla- oh, caps lock was on. Never mind. <laughs> uh, me. Please don't talk to me until I've had my coffee. Church secretary. But you don't drink coffee. Me. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, if you ain't up late praying for the safety and well-being of your pastor, your spouse, and the staff of your local Chick-fil-A, how are you going to have the gall to say you a Christian? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> true. I'm sorry, but if your birthday is in December, you won't get any happy birthday posts from me, pal. How dare you try to steal some of the Lord's glory by being born in the same month as him? Shameful. <laughs> Current status? Walking out of the church bathroom as the toilet overflows because that is someone else's ministry. I'm sure of it. (laughs) Uh, Found out last week it's frowned upon to drop your kids in the church nursery and then go to brunch. But what are they going to do, right? LOL. (laughs) Well, three days in and I've already broken all my New Year's resolutions. It's almost as if these are things I don't really want to do, and instead of asking God for help, I thought some meaningless mumbo-jumbo about newness was going to be enough to change me. (laughs) Hashtag truth. (laughs) (laughs) I always test out the church secretary's coffee to make sure it's not too hot, but she has never thanked me for this, even though several of those sips out of her mug have burned my tongue. (laughs) When I heard that the super blood wolf moon eclipse was coming... I did not think of it being the start of the apocalypse or anything. I just assumed it was the next Twilight movie, which is close enough, I guess. (laughs) Uh, Ladies, if he thinks you're special, sings you his original songs, has a tough exterior but a softer inside, never gets handsy, and dresses up in a yellow and purple yellow and purple to save the city of Bumbleburg with plungers sticking out of his ears. He's not your man. He's Larry the Cucumber. (laughs) Uh, When we come back, how do you leave a never-ending church program? Is it possible? You die. Is it possible? Stick around. Is hour three of the Backroom Morning Show here on this Tuesday? Tuesday, Tuesday. Uh, we have <laughs> so many nasty uh, words. Tuesday, Tuesday. Stop it! Back in a quick Tuesday. Eh! Uh, <laughs> 
Today, we are talking about those never-ending church programs, groups, or ministries. Uh, there are a lot of things that you can sign up for or volunteer for in the church uh, or the Christian community that are temporary. You know, Bible studies, mission trips, seasonal activities, VBS. There's a huge list of things that have an ending point at some point. But there are just as many programs and groups that go on forever, you know. And when you volunteer for one of those, you often feel like you will be trapped in that position forever. Mm -hmm. Sometimes Bible study groups meet every week going through one study. And when that's over, they just start a new one. It's not over. The group doesn't end. Uh, You can join Celebrate Recovery like we do. That meets every single week for eternity. Uh, until, you <laughs> until you die. Uh, if you join the nursery team at church, you know, there's always going to be a need for the nursery. So how do you quit that without hurting everybody's feelings? You say, uh, <laughs> my kids are in Sunday school now. That's where I serve. <laughs> I only care about where my kids are, not about everybody else's kids. Exactly. Uh, so there's absolutely nothing wrong with those kind of programs or groups. Uh, like I said, Celebrate Recovery is a group like that. We meet every single week, even on holidays. Uh, we hold those on, on Thursday, which means that we're here on Thanksgiving. If Christmas falls on a Thursday, we're here for that too. Uh, and it can be exhausting. And unfortunately, when you join programs like this or maybe a Bible study group with close friends, Uh, The thought of leaving makes you worry about hurting feelings or dropping an extra burden on the people staying in the program. Um, And I'm just realizing that (laughs) this kind of sounds like something that happened recently. Uh Yeah. (laughs) Even though you said nothing would change. Uh, (laughs) Listen here. Uh, So the first question, did you just hit the microphone with your face? No. Oh, you kicked it with your foot. Your head jerked up. I thought you smacked it with your face. I thought it was falling. Oh, that would have been so much better. I just fell asleep. Oh, goodness. All right. I'm here, everybody. I'm here. All right. Oh, man. Oh, man. Have you ever had to leave a church program or Bible study that planned to go forever? Uh, or do you know someone who has? <laughs> no i mean okay you see so you you moved on to a new church uh-huh. uh and you're i mean you're the regional director right yeah regional director so you kind of have your hand in a lot of different crs mm-hmm. or theoretically <laughs> i'm supposed to <laughs> i feel like i got a lot more cr emails when sippy was in charge <laughs> Listen. You be quiet. They're listening. I know. <laughs> Shut, up. Shut up. Don't say anything else. Just close out the show. Close out the show. Go to black. <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> uh, but anyway, you're not I... getting those. They must be going to spam. You, you need, need to, to check. check your spam folder. <laughs> we'll send them every you other day at least. Man. Sometimes I'm, twice a day. Right? I'm, <laughs> Matt, something's going on. Make sure that you don't have me blocked or something. Uh, oh, <laughs> goodness. All right. Well, I know in, in 2015, I think it was. Yeah. 2015, uh, I went to the CR Summit for the first time. And when I came back, I immediately decided I wanted to take a break from CR <laughs> for a year. But it had nothing to do with the summit. It had all to do with my priorities and where I was at. And, you know, we had just had Elijah mm-hmm. uh, the year before. And he was getting to that, you know, that one-year-old stage where 
gosh, I don't know what he's doing and I don't know how I'm supposed to cope with all this. And I really needed to focus on learning how to be a dad. Um, in addition to the several other church responsibilities I had, I'm just like, I got to take a break from CR. <coughs> so I took one year off. Um, and it was hard to tell Sippy, hey, thanks for uh, paying to get me the, the summit. <laughs> I'm gone. Have a good year. Deuces, homie. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of what. Right. But I did uh, But I did always preface it as, I'm coming back. Yeah. I'm just taking this year off. I will be back the next year. Uh, so so 2016 went and they did it all by themselves. What happened? Did I had you a knee cramp. Bang Keep your, going. Oh. Keep going. <laughs> Fell asleep again and cracked your knee on the table. Um, 2016 came. 2017 came. Uh, I was back for 2017, and then of course in 2017, Sippy was leaving. He said, "I'm leaving this uh, the leadership role, the ministry leader role. I need one of you guys in the rest of the team to step up and take the leadership role." And even though I had been gone an entire year, everybody there turned around and looked at me. Mm-hmm. Said, "Oh, we just assumed you were going to take over." Who else were we going to look at? Anybody? Why do I have to be the one? Because <laughs> you've been in longest. Oh, so yeah, so I got to take over. So now I've met with the situation of, gosh, what do I do when I'm done? Mm-hmm. I don't have anybody who wants to take this over. I barely have anybody that attends our church as a leader right now. Most of them are from outside. So what do I do? Do I just keep doing this until I die? I don't know. Uh. I mean, I don't feel like I'm on the road for burnout yet or anything. But I'm sorry I've left you who knows? up the creek. <laughs> right? I was going to give it to Mo. There was a time. There was a time a year or so, maybe a year and a half ago, a bunch of things were going wrong. Uh, I was just having a terrible time. I'm like, I'm thinking of stepping down. I bet Mo would take it over if I guilted her into it. <laughs> <laughs> they was like, you can't do that to Mo. <laughs> you can't just say I'm done and walk away. <sighs> But, Thank you, Daedra. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's hard. It's hard to think about. I can't just... You don't want to be the person who walks away, and that means it's the end of it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, well, I guess we're not doing this anymore. Yeah. Especially when there's a lot of people that rely on it. So I don't know about that. But I know there was also like a Bible study I was attending that I wasn't getting anything out of. Mm-hmm. It was like a men's group, and they just kept doing just really shallow studies. I, know I was in there to do something... Or dig deep, it hurt a little, yeah. you know, and it was just all kind of baseline junk that I've heard a thousand times. I'm like, I'm, I'm not for me, guys. I'm sorry. I'm out, guys. I'm out. But, you know, I wasn't leading it. It's yeah. a different thing. So, what are you? What about you? <laughs> I don't know what to say. What was the question? Have you ever Have you had, ever to, had leave? to walk away from <laughs> Um, yeah, so as you brought up for the first time last week, and I was like, oh, he, he just told everybody, okay, we, this is a thing now. (laughs) Um, we have left Highland and moved on to a different church and, um, not like it's a scandal. It happens. It it does happen. It was a family decision and you weren't run out of Dodge or nothing. Right. Um, (laughs) But in that process of leaving the church, we left a lot of ministries that we were a part of and um, had to leave being the VBS director here, which really made me 
very, very, very sad because there's so many things about VBS that made me very, very, very happy. Specifically VBS here at Highland. Right. I mean, the number one thing is that that's how we became friends. It truthfully, <laughs> you know, you say it jokingly, but, but it's true. It's, have, it's, had your waterfall not fallen down on that Sunday morning and you had to come up like two hours before church started and I was terrified you were going to fall off the really high ladder and have to explain to Chris, hey, I let your wife die in front of me and I didn't do anything to help her. So I had to stand underneath and hold your ladder, even though you distinctly did not ask me to. <laughs> and that's how we became friends. And I was even like, "No, you don't. You don't have to do this. You don't have Please to." Please get it. away right. from me, weirdo! Please go. <laughs> I've got this. <laughs> and I mean, like, not on my watch. No see, one's dying on my watch. See, and I think even though Highland is a smaller <laughs> church, and Highland, you know. We are much more on the smaller side of the Baptist churches. There were so many big opportunities here for for Chris and I and for growth within our marriage and growth within ourselves. Um, and I don't think that I'm ever going to go to another church and find g- as good of a quality sound man as what you are. And I appreciate that. I'll pat you on the back for that, coming from a sound man's daughter. Um, that means something big to me (laughs) okay if i'm hearing feedback if i'm here or feedback feedback's not the right word yeah feedback okay um or the slides aren't going quick enough or something (laughs) i am that person that turns and looks at the sound guy but only because it was my dad all those years growing up so i know that's why i had to kick sippy out of the sound booth Really? Oh yeah, because he couldn't worship the, instead he would, of do the he was slides. Fo- too focused on the song. It was always like one slide behind, and he wouldn't figure it out for like a minute and a half. Yeah. Everybody's staring at him. He was all, and he didn't care. He didn't care. He's like, "Dude, bro, that's on them. I'm here to worship God." I'm like, "No, no. no. You sign up for a job. You're here to do the job. Yeah. So everyone else can worship." Uh huh. <coughs> okay. Anyway, I don't, sorry. I don't like this topic, Matt, because <laughs> like. Because it's because it's you. I honestly, I, know, I honestly wasn't thinking about any of this. When I, I appreciate <laughs> you not thinking about any of this when you you wrote the script. That's not what I meant. <laughs> um, I wasn't intending to embarrass you. But yes, it is definitely very very difficult. difficult. And yeah. you you are left with those thoughts of oh gosh, I'm even with this whole state rep thing. So there's been a whole heck of a lot of stuff go on within our family, you know, and transitions. And and Mm -hmm. 2018 was a full year of transitions for us. Just everything. I feel like every aspect of our life transitioned. And I wasn't able to dedicate quite as much time to being a state rep as I should have. And so I'm stuck in that limbo period of, I know I'm not doing as good of a job as I should, but how do I just walk away from it? Yeah. do I give it to Matt? Because Matt's the only other one. Do I say, hey, Matt, want to be the state rep? <laughs> like, It's just, it it is that whole burden of doing what you know in your heart. You're supposed to do what God is telling you to do. And then feeling like you're letting everybody else down. Yeah. 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 See, I'm glad you didn't ask me. I'm also glad Sippy didn't ask me because I would have said no. <laughs> I would have felt really guilty about it. But I'm like, nah, I can't. Yeah. Can't handle that much pressure. 
sending all those emails that you clearly do send every single time that you have to. Yeah, now and that I just, you checked, I checked your spam. I checked my spam folder. They're not in there. Right. But, it, but, but my spam deletes itself every 30 days. So, I mean, it, you know, I just... Well, and you got the one from this last week, right? That one, the one email? Yeah, you got the you one. Sent, you from... only sent one email? Hey, we only have, we only get one. Oh, okay. No, thank you. Oh, uh, what was much. this one? Uh... To be clear, I never received an email when Sippy was state rep. Not Seriously? One. Not I got a, a thousand one. of them every day. I had but to see, block him. So I knew that that was a complaint. <laughs> so I, I chose to not be that person. <laughs> the why is important. See? Yeah, Boom. I got that one. Yeah. There you go. Thank uh, you. Training conference in Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, you're going to go to that, right? Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty much done with training things for a while. <laughs> After that last summit, I'm like, you know, I'm good. But it was so good. It was great. But it was also the same classes for me. I don't have any real new classes. I'm like, all right. All the extra stuff was fantastic, but I paid a lot of money and sat through a very gross rummage sale <laughs> to get there. Our, okay, our rummage sale. Was, you didn't sit through nothing. You stood in a horse costume by the side of the road. <laughs> I don't even want to hear that. I had to haggle with the people over prices, and I had to deal with the unhappy people on our end who had a set expectation and a set price of what certain things were going for and then got mad at me when I sold it for cheaper than that. How dare you? This is from this is from 1996. I've held on to it for all these years. It is a crude value. It's no, supposed it's to go for $20. Well, should I sold been, it for two. Okay. Should have been thrown in the garbage in 1997. But. <laughs> <coughs> no, some are fantastic. They really are. Uh, I just don't have the patience to raise the money for it this year. Or probably for a couple of years. I think it would... Never mind. <laughs> Summits are absolutely necessary. They're always beneficial. Sure. Always. But I don't and think when you, you have to, a new team, I don't think you need they to are 100% necessary. Okay, next question, Matt. I don't mean, think you can. You're going to get fired? <laughs> you're going to get fired because they say you don't have to go to every single one of them? They don't expect you to go to every single one of them. Well, I expect you to because you're a state rep and you know, having an allergy professional. <laughs> to your garbage. <laughs> I am not a representative of the Celebrate Recovery national team. So there you go. Don't listen to anything I say. Please. Is there a correct way to leave a program or group that won't hurt someone's feelings or burden someone unfairly, Mo? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Okay, so no, you did this. One of the things, yeah, you gave notice, yeah, in advance. Mm, okay, a, a little bit in advance. Maybe. So <laughs> we did, and we had every intention of going to the people who needed to know. Yeah, and because I am a firm believer, and you don't got to go spreading your business to everybody in the church. They'll find <laughs> out. <laughs> don't it's say true. spreading your business. <laughs> Spreading your business. What? Business is another name for poop, Mo. <laughs> Only to you. you. Go do your like, business. You're the... <laughs> you're the only person who would think business equates poop. It is I... Tuesday Tuesday. Golly gee. Anyway. Golly gee willikers. Go 
golly gee willikers batman <laughs> um so <laughs> matt i feel so like tired. we've derailed and like our show is bad what we're now. talking no it's not I bad know. it's hilarious <laughs> but we're definitely not on top i hope i hope our listeners think it's hilarious oh, okay so when the time came for chris and i to tell people that we were leaving we told those who needed to know okay and or at least we tried um but we came to CR one night and I told, we had told the kids the Wednesday before our decision. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about this. Um, and then we came to CR and immediately I told Matt, I need to chat with you at some point. I want to talk to you and Daedra. Which I am not good at receiving that kind of thing. <laughs> if you got to talk to me, you talk to me now. There's not a, I need to talk to you later thing. Cause that's all I'm thinking about. Driving well, myself nuts. And to be fair, because it had been a year of transitions for yeah. our family, Matt's first instinct was great. True. They're moving. Right. I thought you were gone. Absolutely. I thought you were out of here. Everything that I've done is going down in flames because <laughs> <laughs> Mo's not going to be here anymore. <laughs> um. Anyway, so I go in to tell Daedra, hey, I want to... <laughs> I want to sit down with you and Matt. Chris and I want to sit down with you and Matt and talk to you about something. And the second that I sit down next to her, I can tell that she's mad. Like, if flames could come out of someone's ears, they were coming out of hers in that moment. And I said that and she goes, oh, does it have something to do with what your daughter just told me? And I looked at Mila and Mila looks at me and she's got this half grin on her face like, I know you told me not to say anything, but... <laughs> and I said, well, what did she say? And Deidre goes, that you guys aren't coming to church here anymore? That you're going somewhere else now? <laughs> and I said, well, maybe. I'm sorry. <laughs> I felt so bad that that was how she had to find out because I didn't want for that to be the case. Uh, right. I really didn't want for that yeah, to be the case. Yeah, that and was a bit rough. Yeah. She was not happy. That was the hardest person to have to tell. Everybody else was like, eh, okay, whatever. <laughs> Been waiting on it. Yeah. Been waiting every day. Every day I wake up hoping maybe today's the day. Maybe today's the day the will leave our church. <laughs> I don't got to deal with them anymore. Oh, gracious. All right. Well, I don't know what we accomplished there. I don't either. Well, let's move on. Ask <laughs> anything gosh Matt, oh, uh, i don't like that we're never doing that topic again okay i'm sorry okay cool uh ask us anything you what? Want, do you want to write the scripts from now please because that was no excruciating it was and i feel like it was just as excruciating for our listeners as it was for us i really do i'm sorry guys no it was fine they're laughing i hope so i really do Okay. Oh, goodness. What kinds of things do you like to cook or are good at cooking, Matthew? <sighs> okay, this is weird. Um, I make really good chili. Really? Like actual, you know, bunch of stuff in it. Okay. Chili. Okay. Like red chili? Yes. With kidney beans yes. and ground beef and yes. tomato paste? Yes. Because it wasn't until we moved here that I realized... <laughs> to New Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> That's not what people think when they think of the word chili. 
No. No, I mean like actual homestyle chili. I make really, really good chili. Okay. I've never tasted it. And I hate chili. <laughs> then how can you say that you make it? Then you can't take other people's word for it. I won a contest. That's oh. how I know. Punk. John, John Berkey has won the Bake Off for how many years? And hey, listen, that's been pretty good. His wife even said, "You shouldn't have won." <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, but no, goodness. I make some pretty, I make some pretty decent chili. Yeah, I'm really good at it. I get all kinds of spices and chop up all the things, get it all done, put a little chocolate in there, all kinds of stuff. Oh, have you never done that? Chocolate. Oh, do it. You want me to tell you what Chocolate you don't put in, in your chili? chili? What? You don't. We've got a whole. <laughs> got a whole list of things no. that ain't going in my chili. Do you remember when we did the uh, recording church announcements? You don't put cinnamon in my chili. <laughs> Stay out my chili. Season your own stuff. <laughs> cinnamon ain't chili powder. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Quick story, my husband mistook cinnamon for chili powder and ruined my entire pot of chili <laughs> by dumping a whole bunch of cinnamon in it. That's fantastic. It doesn't work. It's disgusting. It ruins chili. Well, it's not the same. Put some chocolate in your chili. Really chocolate good. in your chili. Put some choco in your chili. Okay. Uh, Matt, <coughs> I don't not... like to cook. No? Are you good at cooking? Um, I mean, when I cook, I'm fairly good at cooking. I don't suck at cooking. What's the best thing that you cook? I don't know. <laughs> Grilled cheese. <I>, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, chicken noodle soup. Homemade chicken noodle chicken soup. Chicken noodle soup. Chicken noodle soup. Chicken noodle soup with the soda <laughs> on the side. <laughs> Let it rain and clear it out. Um... Yeah, homemade chicken noodle soup. Don't say clear it out. <laughs> that is how the song goes. That's a poop joke, Mo. <laughs> I'm just waiting for you to break down. You can't say that everything is a poop joke. Clear you it can't. out. Clear it out. <laughs> push it out. Push it out. Way out. <clears throat> All right, y'all. Stick around. We'll be back in a little while to close out the show. Welcome back as we are closing out our show on this Tuesday. We've got your Bible verse and thought for the day. Bible verse for the day is Matthew 7, 7, and 8. Uh, chapter 7, verses 7 and 8. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds. And the one who knocks, the door will be opened. And Chuck Swindoll reminds us that no successful career, relationship, degree, or salary can meet our deepest need. Only Jesus can. Boom. Thank you for joining us this morning. 
We are here every Monday through Thursday, starting at 7 a.m. Eastern, 4 a.m. Pacific, with an encore presentation at 10 a.m. Eastern and 7 a.m. Pacific. If you ever miss one of our shows, you can find all the chatty bits mashed together into a podcast for you over on BackRowRadio.com. Who's making the poop jokes now, Matt? Huh? Huh? Bits mashed together. Bits really? mashed together. That's poop. Disgusting. That's poop. Such lowbrow humor from Mo today. <laughs> Remember to connect with all aspects of the Back Row by, by visiting thebackrow.org and join our meme-packed Facebook group at BRB church.com <clears throat> oh, all right pardon me so before we sign out today uh, i wanted to give you a final update on my dad uh, for those of you who have been with us since the show premiered in august you've heard me giving occasional updates on my father's battle with cirrhosis of the liver uh he's in his 70s past the age they usually put people on the liver transplant list but he was approved to be put on it only to slip off it again after a fall that broke his pelvis in two places and made the kind of physical therapy he needed impossible so I think the last update that we had was that after he'd come home from Dallas Hospital because they said they couldn't do anything else for him, he went to our local hospital for a few days to drain some fluid off of him, and they set him up with a hospital bed at him and my mom's home and put him on hospice procedures, which basically means they stopped giving him medicine that would attempt to heal him and instead load him up with morphine and medicine designed to make him comfortable. Uh, They stopped giving him food or drink unless he asked for it, and they pretty much wait out the clock. Um, he's, He's been there for... About two weeks, slowly deteriorating until this past uh, Thursday morning, early in the morning, about 4 a.m., when he passed away. Uh, We've had several of you praying for him and my family, and many of you also offering condolences since, and we want to thank you so much for both. I had asked for continued prayer for my mother, my family, and myself as we prepare for the memorial service this coming Saturday. Uh, And today, we dedicate this episode to my father, Bob Coker, the man who instilled much more in me than just a love for radio. Uh, He taught me how to care for my family, how to be responsible for my actions, and how they affect those that I love, how to deny myself to lift others up, and when I fail, how to get back up and try again. He wasn't always the man he wanted to be, but he was always the man we needed him to be. He worked harder than any man I know, and though there was a season when he wore a tough exterior, as time passed, he let his love show more and more openly. And though faith for him was always a struggle, we believe that he finally made his decision in these recent months, and I have every hope that I will see him again. I love you, Dad. And with that, we're going to bring this episode to a close. Join us again tomorrow, and have a fantastic Tuesday.